You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Whether you're a big-hearted creative or an aspiring entrepreneur, let's take action on your dreams. Reconnecting you with your why and giving you the how. I'm here to dish out actionable mindset tips and fun industry secrets to help you blow up your biz. From eye-opening reality checks to motivational gold, no two episodes are ever the same. So tune in weekly, skip the FOMO, and let's dive into the deep together. Cool, cool. Let's talk about goal setting just to sort of start off with. If you do have the journal, there's a reason why I do love to send journals. Inside the journal, at the front of the journal, there's actually where you can write down your goals and positive affirmations. And it also sort of goes through your actual 90-day goals. So when you do pick this up, so 90-day goals, before we get into 90-day goals, I want to talk about unrealistic goals. I want to talk about goals in general. So you guys heard me talk about unrealistic goals, but there's a good reason for it. Now, I think a lot of us, we, we deem things to be unrealistic. People tell us things that are always unrealistic. Don't be unrealistic, Jai. Get a real job, right? And I think a lot of the times we get told to be realistic. I hate the word realistic because it just means that like something that's unrealistic to you could be something totally realistic to me. So if we say something's realistic, then it's, they're telling you what's realistic for them, not what's actually realistic for you. So unrealistic goals, there's a big reason why I like to talk about unrealistic goals is because if we set goals that are big, we will expand what we do and what we believe is possible, right? We start thinking differently. It's really important for us to start thinking differently because there's a reason why we are where we are right now. And it all comes down to our mindset and our belief system, what we believe that we can do and everything else. And a goal can expand that. And it also can give you so much clarity as well. Exact, so you know exactly what you need to do all the time. I think a lot of us, we play it safe and we protect the downside uh, and we keep ourselves realistic and, and sort of playing in that kind of realm. But if you create a realistic goal, let's just say it's just a goal like, oh, I'm going to book, you know, 10 weddings this year, going to do two styled shoots. It's not very inspiring, not for me and not for the people around you. It's more of a to-do list, right? Because you're just sort of writing yourself a to-do list. I mean, if you can just go and do it, it is it an inspiring goal? Is it going to inspire you, get you up out of bed to go and do those things? No, I don't think so. And to keep momentum going um, and to keep ourselves energized, if we create an unrealistic goal, it means like I'm talking so unrealistic that you believe you can't hit it and you don't know how you're going to hit it. And you almost laugh at yourself when you say it out loud. It seems scary because you're like, shit, I don't know how I could ever do something like that. Because then it's unrealistic. Now, what happens is even if you fall short on that unrealistic goal, you're probably going to surpass what you thought was possible, right? So it's not about ever hitting the unrealistic goal. If you do hit it, it's probably not big enough. But it's about waking up in the morning going, okay, so there's a puzzle and I need to solve this puzzle and I don't know how to hit this unrealistic goal, but I know today I need to do something to go towards it. And then after a while, you keep working like that. And then after a while, you're going to expand past anything that you thought was possible. And that's how it's easy to hit six figures or it's easy to do the big things that you want to do because we're thinking past those things. Does that make sense? So it's going to keep you energized because it's scary to do something that's that out of your depth and that you have no idea how to do it. And you don't need to know how to do it. Like the point of an unrealistic goal is not to know how to do it. It's just to shamelessly say what you want from the universe. Like, this is what I want. And 
hey, you don't have to tell anyone. And if you do tell someone, that's good as well. Whenever I tell myself, I laugh at myself because they're always ridiculous. I'm always like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. Don't know how that's going to happen. My unrealistic goal, I don't know if many of you guys know my story, but in 2020, my unrealistic goal at the start of the year was to make $1 million. And I realized like I wanted to do it when I was like on my 30th birthday and I missed it by like a year or two. But I realized I wasn't actually like setting this unrealistic goal where it was so scary that I had no idea what to do. And I had no idea how to do it, but I knew that was my goal. And I wrote it down every day in my journal. And on the 20, I think the 29th or 30th of December, 2020, my bank account and my business rolled over $1 million. And it was insane during a pandemic, during everything. And the crazy thing about it was the amount of times I wanted to give up, the amount of money that I lost, the amount of bookings that I lost, the, you know, there were so many things that were so hard, but because I kept going towards that goal and every day I didn't go past, I didn't deviate around that goal. It means that I actually did hit that goal. So it gets you through the tough times. Because even when people were telling me in 2020, it was like, Jai, like you can't actually, you couldn't hit six figures. Everyone's losing money in 2020. I'm like, I know that. But you got to remember everyone else's economy is not your economy. And the actual economy is not your economy. You got to create your own economy. You got to be self-sufficient in your own economy. There's always money to be made. There's millionaires right now getting made just from the war. When someone else's disaster, someone else is getting rich, right? In the pandemic, there's millionaires, billionaires were stacking on more money than ever before. Wedding photographers were taking more market share, making more money than ever before. Reason being is because most people gave up and said, there's nothing we can do. Put my hands up and decided to sit this one out. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to give up. And the problem is that's when you need to show up. Does that make sense? You've got to show up when other people, when if other people are not showing up, that's when you got to show up because then you can take market share. You can do things. One of the reasons why my photography, I mean, my education business took off is because in 2020, when every educator should have been there helping everybody, they all closed up shop. There wasn't one workshop. They all shut down. Everyone stopped courses. Everyone stopped coaching. Everyone's feeling sorry for themselves. And I was like, oh my God, like when you actually need educators, there's no one here. So I doubled down all my money and I expanded as far as I could in that time, because I had to, that's when people actually needed me. Right. So we need to think like that too. If, Hey, if all the wedding photographers just stopped and people are not doing small elopement weddings, or they're not, they're not doing things that work with the market right now, then it's time for you to do those things. Cause you can expand into new places. And then once you get that market share, you're getting more clients and then it's going to keep moving yourself forward. So you can always create your own economy. When people say, Hey, it's a bad economy, maybe 20% of people are unemployed. Hey man, that's not me. I'm not unemployed because I work for myself, right? It's more safe. And you would have seen this in 2020. It's more safe to work for yourself than to have a job. And most people think it's the opposite. Oh, I just quit my job. It's so scary. It's so unsafe. Well, guess what? People that work for themselves didn't lose their job. I mean, they just learned a new way to hustle. You know, they got into a new room. They just put on a new offer. They pivoted, they changed, and they made more money. But the people that lost their jobs were the ones that were like, I thought I was so safe. I had a pension plan. I've been in that job for 10 years. I've been scared to quit. And the second that things turned south, they just chucked me to the curb like, like I was nothing. Puts a new perspective on things because, hey, I'm not scared if there's a downturn or if there's a recession because I, I work for myself, man. Like I can always work something out. And I know I'm going to show up for me. So I know if I had a boss, they're not going to show up for me because I'll be the first person they'll cut you know, especially if I was expensive, but if I work for myself. Now, unrealistic goals, they're going to keep you on track 
and all goals are going to keep you on track. And your goals are too important to write down once a year. And that's one of the biggest problems that everyone has. And I see this all the time because you write down a goal and you get inspired today and you're going to write down some goals. And then in what, five weeks time, six weeks time, you're like, oh man, I'm trying everything. I don't know what to do. And we get stuck and we get lost because we've, we don't go back to the goal. Now, when I first started as a wedding photographer, I wrote down my goals and I had unrealistic goals. My unrealistic goal, my first 12 months was I wanted to be a six-figure wedding photographer. Back in those days, that was almost impossible. That was like Jonas Peterson and Sam Blake and all the big timers did that. No one else, right? Nowadays, everyone can. So I wanted to be a six-figure photographer. I wanted to be an international wedding photographer. I wanted to be published and I wanted to be well on my way to make, have a workshop. That's what I wanted for my first 12 months in business. And hey, I did everything I had to do to make that happen. Like I worked for free. I got into the right rooms. I talked at workshops for free. Um, I introduced myself to all the magazines and then that way I could get something featured. I hit all those goals, which is amazing in that first year. But what I did do is I wrote down my goal, my, all those unrealistic goals every single day. And then when someone got in touch with me and they said, Jai, I know you don't have much money right now and you're working for free. And a friend of mine is telling me that you're kind of struggling because you've got no paid work. Would you like to come do some family photos for me? And I'd say, no, I wouldn't actually. I'm like, why not? Why would you leave money? Because I wrote down my goal today. And to be honest, family photos wasn't on the goal list, which means I'm just going to eat two minute noodles today and just keep going towards these goals. Right. And that's what I did. And so if there was ever a decision that came up, I would look at my goals literally and I would go, well, does it work or does it not work? And then the same thing. If someone said, oh, Joe, I'm having this amazing wedding. It's going to be in New Mexico. It's going to be an international wedding. I'll look at my goals and I'm like, does it work? Yeah, that's the, that is the goal. I'll do it for free. I'll do whatever I have to do to get myself there because that is the goal. Does that make sense? The goal wasn't like, oh, I need to make lots of money and I need to do all these things. I had my list of goals. So if you can do that, it means every decision that you make in your business needs to come down to that. Like, for instance, if you wanted to get better, if one of your goals was like, I want to make six figures, I want to get better at business. And then the business map came up, it should be an easy decision for you to, to sign up to this, right? Because you're like, oh, it's on the goal list. But if, you're, if that wasn't on the goal list, then it shouldn't, you shouldn't have signed up. If you're just like, well, I don't want business. I just want to shoot photos all day. Well, that's a different goal. So every decision in your business can come back to that. It means every day you're working towards something that's going to get you closer to that. And including the clients that you take on. So I said no to clients because they just didn't fit with whatever I was doing. Like I remember my first year, someone offered to pay me, and this was a lot of money back then, $2,000 to shoot their wedding. And it was going to take me away from two weddings that I was doing for free that were my perfect clients. And I was like, I can't do it. I have to go and do these other ones. And everyone thought I was mad. I thought I was mad. My wife thought I was mad, you know? But if you stick to that goal, then you can always move forward in that right direction. So that's why it's important to write down once a day. Now, imagine if you wrote down, imagine if you woke up in the morning, instead of looking at your phone and you wrote down something crazy, like your crazy goals and you wrote them down and you need to write them down every day. It can be the same thing. It doesn't matter because when you first write it down, it is crazy and scary. And then after the 10th time you start going, oh yeah, I'm just writing that down again. I'm looking at it. And after the hundredth time, you're like, I believe it. Like I'm going towards it, you know, because I've told myself that many times, like it's, it's a thing. What decision do I need to make today to make that happen? Now, the crazy thing is too, it's how fast you blow up your business is dependent on you. 
Because if you want a six-figure business, you can do it in just a couple of months. You can do it in one month if you want to. I've built a business and launched it and I've made six figures in one month. You can do that. There's someone in this course that did from zero bookings, never shot a wedding before to three months. This is Steph. She's on the podcast and she hit six figures in three months. If you want to do that, you can. Totally up to you. There's no one in the world that's ever going to stop you except yourself. Because a lot of the times ourselves, we say, oh, I, need, I need more experience though. I need a website. I need a logo. I need to do my price guide. I need to watch more masterminds. I need, and we think about all the things. Now, to tell you how fast you can blow up your business, I mean, here's a good analogy, like a piece of string, right? You have a straight line. So if you have a goal right now, let's just say you want to shoot an international wedding. That's your goal. Now, what you could do is you could go, instead of going a straight line, you could go up and down like this. And then so you go, oh, so I'll make a website and then I'll make a price guide and then I'll join a mastermind and then I'll do a rebrand and then I'll shoot some photos. I'll do a styled shoot and then hopefully that styled shoot will get featured somewhere and then I'll do. And then after a while, you got such a to-do list, you get so far away from your goal because you're stuck on all these things. And it's all it is, it's just to mask our insecurities because we're like, well, I don't actually think I'm good enough to hit that goal. I don't believe I can. So what I'm going to do is preoccupy myself with a trillion things Hopefully I never get to that goal because that could be scary, right? And so we can do that and most of us do, or you could just draw a straight line from A to B. Okay, I want to shoot an international wedding. What do I need to do? Well, I probably need to go and ask someone if they're getting married somewhere. Maybe I need to go overseas. And so that's what I've done with Megan. I was like, I know you can do giveaways and all these things. You could run Facebook ads, but if we just flew to the place and you just talk to some people... That's like from A to B, where are your clients? And if you just sat in front of your clients, then you say, hey, I'm here and I'm ready to shoot a wedding. You know, that's my goal. Where's your website? I don't have a website. Where's your portfolio? It's, I'm making it right now. What do you mean? What do you need? Hey, and trust me, people don't ask for those things either. If you're there in their face and you're talking to people, I don't know if anyone's seen the documentary that I made, Jack Short, but if you didn't, you should go and watch that. Yeah, so one thing that I did on that documentary is literally... So five days I had to go and book a wedding, right? And I booked, I booked a, a, like a $5,000 wedding. So when I started, I got straight out of the studio. So I wasn't sitting there by my computer. And then one of the things I was doing is I just sat there at the registry, at the front of the registry, on my phone, on Facebook groups, asking people, do they need a wedding photographer? But I sat there so I was in the way of my clients walking up to get married. Does that make sense? Because I was like, where the piece of string? I, I can't wait for someone to randomly Google wedding photographer, find my website. It's good enough because my logo is amazing to get to my price guide. Like I just didn't have time. I only got five days. So if you wanted to do that, I'm not saying sustainable because it's not a sustainable business, but I'm saying you can smash out six figures if you wanted to do that. Now, a sustainable business is the next level thing because what you do once you get some money in is you start going, okay, so now I don't want to be sitting out there in the cold all the time doing that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start building a website, a sales machine. I'm going to start working on all the other things. And that way you're going to passively start bringing in some clients and you've already got some money to do all that because you just went and made some money. So totally up to you on however. And I know people always hate me saying that because they're like, Jai, it's easy for you, but it's not easy for me. But I'm just saying it's always our mindset that holds ourselves back of like, you know, why aren't we at a cafe right now talking to people saying, hey, is anyone getting married? We could go stand on the train. Anyone get anyone engaged? <laughs> anyone having a wedding? I mean, we can do that. We can laugh. But if, we, if that was the actual goal, unrealistic goal, and you actually wanted to hit it fast, then, I mean, that's what, that's what I would do. 
And, you know, I, the reason why I made Jack short is because I literally tell, tell people this all the time, but people don't believe me. Then I was like, look, I'll do it and I'll show you. So I went on the cover and I did it and I booked a wedding. And I think from that one week, and this is honest to truth from that one week, yeah, it sounds terrifying. Hitting goals is terrifying. We booked around $30,000 worth of work from that one week of hustling from the things that I did that one week, like inquiries kept coming in and it's like, man, that's amazing. So if we're stuck and we're in a place right now and we just need some money, like those are the things that we can do. It's uncomfortable. That documentary, I'll stick, I'll stick a link to the documentary, but yeah, it's uncomfortable. I'm not saying that. So then we can take a more of a comfortable way of like, okay, so I don't want to go that fast, Jai, because that's just insanely uncomfortable, obviously. So then you get to choose your timeline on like, how quickly do you want something to happen or how quickly do you need it to happen? Because if you must happen now, you will act differently than if you are pretty comfortable and you don't really need to take that kind of action. So if you put yourself back against the wall, and I know a lot of people are, and they're like, oh man, I've got no money right now. Like I'll do whatever it takes. In fact, this is a good little analogy. Lilu was just telling me, like she was always like, I'm never going to do a webinar. I never want to do a launch. I hate talking in front of the camera and stuff. And then just today I was like, hey, more people are going to find out about your services if you did that. And she's like, I'll never do it. It's just too scary. And then just today, she's like, look, I've got no money in the bank account. Like business has been real hard. I think I'm going to do a webinar. I'm going to do like a launch. And I'm like, finally, like her business will blow up when she gets uncomfortable, but it's going to slowly die when she just does the thing that's comfortable, just sitting, you know? So we need to think like that for ourselves. You get to a point and then you go, oh my God, I have to make something work. And so for me, I do that all the time. Like that's why I've got like lots of employees and that's why my overheads are expensive and, and I'm doing big things because I'm expanding all the time. But for me, every month I'm like, oh man, we need to make something happen. We've got to do a bigger launch. We have to get, we have to do something because otherwise we're just not going to be sustainable. And that's why I always go all in on all the events that I do. You know, you probably notice that my free events are probably better than a lot of educators events, more money spent on those things right? It's because I'm going all in to keep my back against the wall. So I have to fight because if I'm not like that, then I'm just comfortable and then no one would ever know me. So in your business now, how, what, like, what could you do? Could you send a DM to someone? Is there a florist that you worked with before? Could you go through your pick time gallery and start sending galleries to all the vendors that you've ever worked for sending them a nice email? Like, you know, there's so many things that we could do right now to get ourselves known. And if you wrote those goals down every day, the first thing you do, like, hey, I want to book six figures worth of work and write that down. And then the first thing I would do is like, well, who do I need to send a message to, you know, on, on DMs? Like, oh, I worked with that florist. They remember asked if she wants to go out of coffee. Now that's the most important thing, like more important. So this is what people always say to me. I've got like friends that say this, they go, Jai, I would love to have time to go and meet up with photographers like you do, but I'm too busy editing. I'd love to make more friends in the industry and I'd love to make, you know, book more work, but I'm going to stay home and edit. And every time that friend, I invite her out, she never comes out. And then she always complains. She's got no friends in the industry. She's not booking more work and the business is slowly dying. I'm like, you know, the most important thing in your business is coming out and having coffee with me, right? Like it's the most important thing. The amount of connections that I have of all the people that I meet up with and they all refer me work. I prioritize that way above like having fun in my business, I prioritize that way above than me sitting there editing or building a new website or doing anything else. So 
we're here to expand. That's what an unrealistic goal is. And it will help you expand because you'll start thinking of things that you thought was possible. And here's the other little secret that you need to know. You need to build a business for not today, but for where you want to be. Now, for instance, you know, the amount of people that tell me, Jai, I'd love to sign up to Studio Ninja or, or like a CRM to look after my clients, but I can't afford it. And it's just not for me right now, but maybe one day. Now, if you book six figures worth of work, you have to have something like that, right? But where you are now, if you can't afford it now, you're building a business that will never can afford it. You can't take on more clients. If you're like, Jai, I can't invest in my business right now. I don't want to do any kind of coaching or anything. Well, that's good, but you're building a business for now, not for the future, which means you're never going to be able to afford it, right? Like, Jai, I'd love to outsource my editing so I could go and do some more marketing and stuff, but I can't afford it. I can't do that kind of stuff. That's good for you now because you're saving some money, but you'll never be able to afford it because you won't get the time back. So you can go meet those people, make those connections. You won't be able to work on your business and do the other things. Now, if you build a six-figure business, then you got to start thinking, what does a six-figure business need? So let's just say you want to make 250,000. So if you want to make 250,000, then it's like, well, what does that business need? Well, I believe it needs more outsourcing and it needs more systems because you've got the amount of time. It's just that you need to you're going to have to play a different game. You need to think about if I had that many clients, what would my business need right now? And then you build it to that. Now, one business that I did this with was um, my Heartbreak Hotel business, which was like a photo booth DJ business. But when we started that, we've never done a photo booth before. Never, obviously never hired a DJ before. I had no idea about the industry, but we built that business and invested money into it. Like it was a six figure business straight away from the get go, because I was like, when I get busy, I can't afford to rebuild my business and try and make new systems. So I need to build it like that now. Then I just need to go find the clients. Right. So we did that. And then I think it grew to six figures within months so quickly because we could handle way more work. So if you, you know, obviously right now going like, I want to make six figures one day or 250 K, but I don't even know how I'd be able to find more time or how I'd even get there because I'm already too flat out with the clients that I do have and I only make $20,000 a year. Then your business is not built right for a hundred thousand dollar business or 200 or a million dollar business or $2 million business. Right. So we need to start thinking about how we can expand. So the goals are going to help you expand, but whatever the goal is, if you wanted to make that much money, and this is all like, um, our goals are not all revolving around money. And, but the reason why I talk about money is because it's an easy measurement to see how big your business can be. So if you're like, okay, I need it to be $200,000. That's how much I want to turn in, in my business. Then you can start thinking, well, how many weddings do I need to shoot to make that happen? How many people do I need? Like how much time is that going to take? How much do I need to actually charge? Okay. Can I handle all of that? Because if I can't, I need to start building the business for the dream, for the goal. And I know it will self-fulfill because that's how businesses work. But if I play really small and I just keep it as a $20,000 business, it's going to be really hard for it to ever expand or ever get in new clients because chances are you're going to leave a lot of doors shut and a lot of money on the table because you just can't take on the work and you're too busy fixing the price guide and doing all the other things that we do, you know? So goals. So one thing that we want to do for the next 12 months to keep you guys on track with everything is you want to break the whole course and just the next 12 months into 90 day goals. 90 day goals is three months and that's one quarter. So 90 day goals. Now there's a reason you can have a big unrealistic goal and that's great just to write down every single day because it keeps you motivated, keeps you expanding and it keeps you on track with exactly what you need to do, right? That's why you have that. 
but your 90 day goals is your strategy. So that's like, okay. So I know, I know right now I want to have a six figure wedding photography business. I've just started out and I've only just made like almost no money. So what I would do is I'd have that giant goal, but then I'd break down 90 day goals. So in the first three months, what do I need to do? In the second three months, in the third three months, in the fourth three months. Now, this is really important for you guys because it's going to give you clarity. And clarity is literally the 11 herbs and spices that you need on your business. Because if you don't have clarity and you're sitting there going like, I don't know what to do next, man, it's a hard road. And that's what many of us do. And that's why it takes us so long to get any kind of success right? So if you've got clarity, then you're like a heat seeking missile because every day you just wake up and you just go on straight towards that thing. Now, 90 day goals, things that I think about is like, let's say for instance, right now you like jump in the business map and then you get overwhelmed because like, I need a new website, I need a new price guide. I need to make some videos. I need to do a style shoot. I need to do some marketing. I need to, and you start thinking about all the things that you got to do in your business. You're going to feel overwhelmed and things are not going to happen as fast as you expect them to happen. But if you go, okay, well, what's the most important thing in my business right now? I'm going to put that into the 90, first 90 day goals. And the second most important thing, like maybe quarter three, like things that I would do is like maybe a rebrand if that's what you need to do. And the reason being is because, well, if I'm planning out my whole year, that means in quarter three, I need to get in touch with a designer now and book them in because they're always booked out. And I'm not going to be frustrated because I'm trying to put together a website today. Does that make sense? Or a brand today? So if you can pre-plan things, it means, hey, when you wake up in the morning, it's going to, you're going to have so much clarity because you don't need to do your price guide. You don't need to do a new website. You know, today you just need to do some marketing. That's what you're doing for the first 90 days. And it's super simple. And when someone goes, oh, you need a new website. I know I do. I'm doing that in six months time because I've planned it all out and I'm, and I'm mood boarding it. I'm getting it all ready. But right now I'm working on getting in more clients, making some more money because that's so important for me. So when you write out your next 90 days and it depends on how much time you want to put into your business, because I know some people just want to stick in you know, half an hour a week and that's totally fine. It's all you need to put in like an hour a week if you needed to, but you need to make an impact with, those, with that hour. But if you're a little bit like me and you like to do a lot of things, so things that I would work on is like, I always work my way backwards through things from most important to least important. So to me, because I'm a little bit more wild with my, the way that I do things, I go, most important for me is an irresistible offer because if I don't have a website, it doesn't matter. I'll just send them my price guide. You know what I mean? Like I'll just email it to someone if I need to. So for me, that's the most important thing. As long as I've got my offer. So if I talk to anyone, if there's any marketing, anyone finds me or something, I'll go, yeah, I'll send you my price guide. No problem. I don't have a website yet. I don't have anything else, but check out this irresistible offer. And I'm confident in my offer. I know that it's all good. I worked it all out. I made a really good high converting price guide. Um, I know my numbers, how much money I actually need to make, all that kind of stuff. So for me, I work there. Then I start working my way backwards. Well, the next thing I probably need is people are going to get in touch with me and they're going to have client meetings. So I'm going to set up my emails and have killer emails and work out my sales. And I'm going to have an automated client system so people can book themselves in to come and meet me on Zoom or in, in my studio. So they're the things that I would work in on the first 90 days personally. Then the next 90 days, what I would work on, sorry, yeah, 90 days would, would be for me, would be my website and my branding because I'm working my way backwards. So then that way I'm like, oh, so someone can find me. If they find me with no website, that's fine. I can send them a price cut, but now they can actually, I can send them my website and then they go through and I know my email is awesome and I know my pricing is awesome. So the funnel's working my way backwards. 
then from there, I just need to get more people onto my website. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll work on some Google stuff. Um, I'll start creating some more content to get more people on my website, you know, have some real high converting blog posts. And I'll probably even spend nine, um, 90 days just like working on some really good blog posts or something, get some traffic onto my website, like pin it onto Pinterest, make some videos, put it onto my, onto my blog, like things like that. Then I'd start working on like, okay, so now I've got some traffic coming in. What do I need to do next? Well, I need to really just like start turning up the marketing. So I need to go and start talking to venues. I need to meet some venues. I need to turn up some content even more. I need to systemize things. And probably the last one is I'll systemize it because now I've got clients and I've got a funnel. And so the last 90 days, I'll systemize things to give myself a lot more time back. And I know for next year, I'm good to go because I've got a good system and I've got clients coming in and I don't need to rebuild my website, do anything like that. So if you can think like that and break it down and everyone's going to be completely different here, everyone's done completely different things. Or if you just started, like whatever it is, but if you put it into blocks like this, it means you're not going to jump the gun. And if you can, if you do jump the gun, cause you already finished something, that's totally fine. But what I do in between things, instead of jumping the gun is I'll create more content, you know? So I'll do something that I'll have a list of things that's like a wish list. If I had more time, I'll make some more reels. If I had more time, I'll make another blog post. And so I do those things instead of moving forward. And then I'll just sort of keep sticking to the plan. And then after a year, because it might feel like you're going slow, but after a year, you look back and go, shit, I just revamped my whole business. I only took that small amount of time. Like it's awesome. I'm getting leads now. I actually made money. And a lot of people do this. So, you know, you see someone sharing their win. They're like, Jai, I didn't even know I hit six figures. I just checked. It's my last quarter and I just hit big numbers, but I've just been so busy doing all the things. I didn't even realize that like it's all paid off. So we can all work differently, but this is the way that I work. And this is the way that a lot of people got results, but the killer of any business. And I almost think this is the biggest thing that puts most, especially wedding photographers out of business is overwhelm. Feeling like you got to do all the things at once all the time and you don't have enough time in the day. And then you just hustle harder without any direction. And that's literally like trying to get somewhere, but you're standing on a treadmill and then you just turn the treadmill up and you start running faster and faster. And then you turn it up even faster to try and get somewhere. Man, you see this all the time. Then they get burnt out. I got a message yesterday, actually, for someone. I've been hustling four years, man, and I'm not getting anywhere. And you just get burnt out because you had no strategy. You had no plan. You had no goal. You had no map. And then you just kept turning up that hustle. And that's hard work. Hey, but once you get off the treadmill and you want to get somewhere, you can walk there slowly. You know every step in the right direction is going to get you there. And you don't really, rarely, if you've got a good direction, you don't rarely ever take a step backwards either. It's pretty much like five steps forward, one step back, five steps forward. Does that make sense? And um, I'm going to see you next week.